We are live, rocking and rolling, locked and loaded onto the hottest form of Alabama football talk. This is In My Own Words with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine, live in studios. Had a great week of shows. We talked, we got into Pete Golding, the defensive coordinator for the upcoming season at the University of Alabama. We will see how he does in spring ball. We will see what his philosophy is. Congratulations in order to Brian Baker, who comes over from Mississippi State to be the defensive line coach at Alabama. He is trying to revive the Crimson Tide pass rush. But now we dive into the final topic of conversation. And I tease this before the break. There is a name, an impactful name, a monumental name, somebody that understands the expectation of the program the expectation of the fan base, what it takes to be a champion. He has his handprint and cleat print enshrined at Denny Chimes as a captain. And because of this guy, and if not for a couple of injuries in the 2005 season, and, a, and if not for a heartbreaking loss, 16-13 to 13, against LSU, this name potentially, possibly, gets Alabama to a national championship in 2005, that name is none other than D'Amico Ryans. Now, the reason why I bring Ryans into the conversation is, if you look at the rumor mill, in terms of coaches that that can be, that can come down to Alabama and help out in some way, form, shape, or fashion, in some type of capacity, in terms of being a coordinator, a position coach, an analyst, or an off-field consultant, you never hear Ryans' name thrown into the conversation. And this is a guy that when fans watched him on Saturdays in the fall, they could not turn away from the TV because they want to see at any given moment, at every moment, at each moment, what this guy was going to do on the field. This is somebody in 2005 that led the team in total tackles with 76, led the team in tackles for loss with 11 and a half, led the team in sacks with five, and he also had one interception. That season, he was the he was the Southeastern Conference Defensive Player of the Year, was a unanimous All-American, was a first-team All-Southeastern Conference selection. He was also a finalist for the Butkus Award and the Bronco Nagurski Trophy in 05. That was D'Amico Rhines. And after his career at the University of Alabama, Rhines would go to the National Football League former second round pick of a 2006 draft venue to the Houston Texans, played 10 years in the NFL. He has been where these young guys are trying to get to. Played 10 years in the league from 2006 to 2015 with both the Houston Texans and the Philadelphia Eagles. A guy that had 939 career tackles including 6 seasons where he had at least 100 stops. We're talking about 13 and a half sacks 41 pass breakups, 7 interceptions, 10 fumble recoveries, and 6 forced fumbles. Was a two-time Pro Bowler, 2007-2009. First team NFL All-Pro in 2007. Brother just knew how to fill up a stat sheet. Currently right now, he is the linebackers coach for the San Francisco 49ers. He's been doing this the last two years. San Fran right now does not have a big-time, marquee, alpha male linebacker that 
Ryans can work with. The only name they have at this point is Malcolm Smith, formerly of the University of Southern California Trojans, and even people do not really see him as a legit threat. And when you're playing in the, in the NFC West, a division where you got to face Jared Goff, Sean McVay, and Todd Gurley twice a year at the LA Rams, you have to face Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson, that revived Seattle Seahawks' run game twice a year. And if the Arizona Cardinals can get their act together, you have to face Cliff Kingsbury, Josh Rosen, and David Johnson twice a year, and you do not have an alpha male at linebacker, you in some deep, deep trouble. In years past, San Fran had that guy. When you look at players such as Patrick Willis, Alden Smith, even with the personal problems, Smith was a beast. Patrick Willis, Alden Smith, Navarro Bowman, and Chris Borland. Now, Chris Borland retired after his rookie season due to the whole CTE concussions thing, got hit. He was like, no cap, football ain't for me. I don't got time for this mess. I'm trying to live. I've done the research. I'm going to two-step my way out this thing. Now, he did have to give back that signing bonus, which sucks, but Chris Borland was a pretty good player in the one year he played. So, San Fran has had, in its past, some big-time linebackers. Doesn't have it now. And after Jimmy Caroppolo got hurt in 2018, the whole team just tanked. Went 4-12. They have the third overall pick in the upcoming draft. Hopefully, they find somebody in the draft, maybe in free agency. But right now, no big-time linebacker. And in mentioning this, if you're seeing what Alabama's doing right now under Nick Saban, Saban's bringing back all the old kids, all the old coaches, all the old heads, all the teachers back. He tried to do it with getting a lot of young coaches in just to get the kids, just to get the recruits in. But Nick Saban understands Alabama football sells itself. We don't have to get no gizmos, no gadgets, no smoking mirrors. Alabama football sells itself. These players know where to go to to win championships, where to go to to win conference titles, where to go to to be an All-American to get individual awards. The big thing, where to go to if I'm trying to have a shot at the National Football League. Other programs have to constantly sell these guys on. Why is it important to come to program ABC? Program like Clemson, Oklahoma, Ohio State, USC. They got to sell these kids in their programs. In terms of Alabama, people are still rocking Bama hats, Bama shirts, Bama pants, Bama hoodies. I saw a woman at my job the other day rocking a pair of Alabama gold hoops, the gold hoop earrings. The paraphernalia is still set. Alabama football sells itself. So now Nick Saban is back to the understanding of we got to get the guys in here that can mold, teach, develop, train, coach our guys to play big-time Bama football because the product that was on the field this past year, especially on defense, fans were not particularly proud of. And when you're bringing back all these young names, all these old names, like the Sinceri family, like the Javier Arenases, the Rashad Johnsons, the Glenn Coffees, the Josh Chapmans, the Denzel Duvalls, when you bring back all these young names, and even names that have been considered, like Bo Davis, like Lance Thompson, Lance Taylor, Freddie Roach. My question is, why not give D'Amico Ryans a call? He's 34 years of age. He is young enough to relate to these guys on social media. He's young enough to understand 
where these guys are, talk to them on their level, but most importantly, build them to where they're trying to get to, which is the National Football League, because he's been there. He understands what the Alabama fan base wants. He understands the hard work and effort to get to playing for a national championship. Now, he didn't win one at Alabama, but he got the Crimson Tide set up so that in years to come, we're seeing what happens. In a constant uh, conversation to be a national champion, five of the last ten national titles have been won by the Alabama Crimson Tide since 2009, and D'Amico Ryan's helped start that trend. So, will he get a call? Hopefully, I would like him to. But right now, with Alabama bringing in so many old names back home and what he has meant to this program, if Freddie Roach can get a call, and no offense to Freddie Roach, great guy. More than likely, he may be the the, uh, head coach for the Ole Miss Rebels, providing what happens to Matt Luke after this season. But if other guys can get contacted, why not bring that mind of D'Amico Ryans that would mean something to these young players for 2019 and the guys returning and also mean something to this fan base as a guy that knows what it takes to win at the University of Alabama. Hopefully he gets the call. Hopefully he gets considered. But we'll have to see. Great week of shows here, ladies and gentlemen. As always, you can check out the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app for all things Crimson Tide football. We are the plug, giving you the practice recap, game recaps, highlights, recruiting, press conferences, player interviews. You can download this via the iPhone app store if you're rocking Team Apple, Google Play store if you're with Team Android. We got an audio option here. You're a fan of In My Own Words. So many ways to check out the podcast. Google Play, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, OvercastFM.com. There is no excuse you not to check out the hottest show on the streets. We return for next week's edition of shows. We'll get into the backup quarterback conversation. Tua Tagovailoa starter. We'll talk backup quarterbacks when we return. Until next time, folks. I'm your man Stephen M. Smith. This has been in my own words. <laughs>